for geocache talk with you at work in the car wherever you are we hope you enjoy the show please give it a like and subscribe on itunes stitcher pocket cast tune in radio google play and now spotify so if you can get all you can get all the geocache talk goodness i kind of muffled through that stick with me i got i got i got uh, allergies so i'm going to try to fight through tonight but I'll, we'll make it jesse's kind of got a little bit of that too so we'll make we'll yeah. make it though we're tough. A big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music our, in our patrons, Demon Hunter 2, Aggie Jedi Master, Electric Waterboy. Uh, he can't be in the chat room tonight, but we got to meet with Electric Waterboy at the Texas Mega and uh, had a good time with him. And, uh, Antaeus, Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, Nick at Cashley, One Kind Word, Ravenclaw Tia, Shermanator 18, Butterfly Girl, Loon Trackers, the Aussie Geocacher, Sodak Zach, well, what do you know? Woohoo! The Deadliest Cachers, Terrell 2, Neil Moore, Molly the Geocaching Dog, Team D&D, and that is David and D, and they were the part of the host group for the uh, Texas Mega, and they did a fabulous job. So hats off. I'm not taking it off right now, but my hat would go off uh, <laughs> having a hat night, so I'm wearing my nice hat here. But uh, they did a fabulous job. I know we there was a few minor things, which, you know, as a host, I know you kind of – yeah, we've all hosted events, and you kind of you fret over your host, you know, your, uh, uh, your event, but it, it, it went off – really well so we're very we were we were very happy with that uh geocaching adam peachy 1276 we got to meet peachy 1276 at the event uh came down with ryan simmel and uh you know we didn't hold that against her the no code geocachers curiosity girl tick magnet marcipanic bricker john Firesafe, fs abero geo rick cash attic mel geocaching janji and i think she's like in the area somewhere we may we never know we're not sure she may be where this zach's looking for her, but she's we don't know she's she may be rolling through town where he is so we'll see geocaching junkie sir drum a lot janice tricasius tom frey rugels we got to see rugels this weekend as all, all as well at the at the mega the bruce zero egk pbr casamaya Master Sergeant USMC, Little Gears, Albedo, 0.39. It's only Barney, 
Purple Turtles 3 and our new patron, ACDC family, which we also got to meet at the Mega. So, Gary, shout out to you, buddy. Uh, it's really good talking to you and getting to meet you uh, at the Texas Mega. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Well, let me start by welcoming my co-host, Jesse, a.k.a. the out-of-state captain. Uh, yeah, uh, and I apologize ahead of time, but I'm suffering from the same allergies as Gary because I'm down on location in Texas right now, and I don't know what's in the air, but I feel like it's all in my head right now. So. Yes, it is... Uh... It's we get this down in Texas once in a while, <clears throat> so we're all we're fighting through the the allergies and stuff. So we're gonna jump right into show eighty nine for September eleventh. Uh, was we welcome to the show our man at the cache? This time he's not at the cache. But he's gonna talk about the caches he's found recently. Zach Fick, aka Sodak Zach. Welcome to hey everybody. There he is. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Glad to be here. Yes, so glad to have you on. You know, it's the, the I always get great notes about the man at the cash. I think it's a great thing, but it's nice to have you in studio, as it were, once in a while. Yeah, it's it's. I always enjoy anytime I can do a full show here. Um, I like to talk too, but uh, yep, yeah, it's but it it is also fun to you know go get actual finds while you guys are yapping. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He's doing hey. the actual go get geocaches while we're talking about geocaches part. Right. <laughs> hey, you know, I think we're about the only ones that you know, only one, only show that does that. So I think we're we're fairly unique, and I like it. And I appreciate you being able to do that for us uh, as part of the being part of the, yeah. of, the of the team. Um, I think the next one I get will be the twentieth cache I found on the show. Oh, now that's a cool stat. Oh, that's cool. That's a very cool stat. I wonder if uh, someday yeah. you could make a challenge for that, right? Yeah, right. You have, but it has to be on Geocache Talk Show. I know. It does. I can, yeah, it has to be live. Sort of determine if anyone's going to actually accomplish it or not. Right. Uh, all right. Let's get to news because we've got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, so I want to point out something um, about uh, there's a new puzzle feature in the FTF magazine. And we got to sit, uh, Susan and I got to sit down for an extended amount of time with Keith Petrus on FTF magazine. And we're going to see him in a few weeks. Great guy. I love Keith. We had a great talk and everything, but he's got a new puzzle feature coming up in the FTF magazine. Kind of a cool idea where you can kind of, he's going to give you clues and you can kind of figure out the puzzle. It's kind of like a little, um, a little puzzle cast you can do from within the magazine other than Spartacus, which is also a cool little puzzle type thing. So, uh, and Jesse, we have a webcam update. Yep. Luckily this week we are still holding steady at 114. So let's let's see how long we can ride this streak out. There is one that's kind of in is on but it's live back support up right now. So it's okay. okay. All right, it was on live support. Austin. Yep. Let's see let's hey. how, how long we keep this streak going. I'm not very good at streaks, so maybe they'll do better than me. <laughs> yeah. So, hey Jesse, uh, I, on the webcam thing, maybe later in the show I'll let you in on that. I got an FTF on a webcam. Whoa! What? That is breaking news. That is that interesting. Is, that's incredible. <laughs> Think about how long that's been out there. That's like a extremely lonely cache, right? May, there might be an asterisk, but okay. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll allow it. That's okay. Uh, that's still a pretty good story, anyway. Yep. Yep. 
Something uh, we're doing is each week we want to try to uh, highlight one of our sponsors. And this week's uh, highlight is the AMS Travel Sales. Um, they do not just one trip. They are doing lots of different trips. All geocaching, tend to be, I think they're all, almost all geocaching related. Most of them are geocaching related. And so if you're looking for a particular trip or if you're interested in combining your travel with geocaching, check out AMS Travel Sales. Uh, we have a link on our website at Geocache Talk. And um, check them out. They're uh, really a cool uh, uh, sponsor of ours. And, um, you know, definitely uh, check out the different – going, they're going to Costa Rica next year. Um, there's still room. You're not going to get quite, um, all the discounts that were there, but, um, there's still some that you can get, uh, and they're to the, uh, caching the waves goes up to Alaska. And I think there's still rooms available for that trip. So, um, you know, definitely check them out and, and contact John and, and find out more about that. So uh, there's a chance that, mm -hmm. uh, we could be at least exploring the idea of going to the Costa Rica one. Oh, yes. So that's very, very early, but a trip to Costa Rica and a geocaching trip. Hmm. Oh, man, yes. That's absolutely. hard to pass up. Absolutely. You can get I've never actually even been to Costa Rica, so this would right. be a, a double first. I've never been on an organized geocaching trip like that, you know, where somebody else organized it either. So Right. Then I oh. really get some good information about AMS travel. We'll see. Oh yeah, uh, that'd be some good. That'd be fun on location reporting there. Oh, absolutely, that'd be perfect. <laughs> if it's possible, I don't know. Yeah, no, I love it. Uh, okay, so Cashly four point one came out this week. Um, have you guys kind of looked at four point one a little bit or uh, explored? Oh yeah, the new. Okay. Oh yeah. Yep. I. Uh, Got it downloaded. It took a while. You know, it's interesting with uh, – I, I don't know what happens on Android, but I know on iOS uh, it can come out, but it it might not show up in your area, I guess, for a few hours or whatever. So I was like, why? I can't get it. It's not coming out. So it's like, what's going on here? So eventually it came out, and I could get it. But uh, You log into a different regional store just so you can download something ahead of time. Oh, Nobody's ever done that. <laughs> no, that's a good idea, though. By the way, that's that's a nice iOS tip right there. Um, so, Cashly four point one came out this week. Um, something that uh, Joshua Johnson is doing or sp sort of sponsoring is a um, this coming week is going to be when um, we're doing a geocaching for Michael week. Um, he passed away last year, and we're doing Finding a Geocache This Week in Memory of Michael Costello, uh, a young man who loved geocaching, um, really used geocaching as a way for, um, for, for some fitness and for some sort of get away from some of his medical problems. And um, just, you know, geocaching, he even said, was sort of a ray of sunshine in his life during his very short life. So... Please go out and do that and do a hashtag geocache for Michael, or you can do a hashtag geocache for Michael week. Um, I don't know. Uh, Zach, you doing, are you doing a, uh, people are doing different things. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tweet it cause I'm a, I tend to do Twitter of late, but uh, Zach, are you doing something for that this week? 
Well, yeah, um, I'll be finding a cache every day. Um, I mean, I'm on a streak, so that's sort of par for the course. But, right. you know, in my in my logs, I'm going to be denoting them um, as for Michael. Um, that was one of the coolest things. And shout out to Josh, the geocaching vlogger, for really uh, um, sharing the story with the masses and then um, cutting together all the film from last year. That was probably one of the most meaningful things I've seen the geocaching community uh, come around during my two years in geocaching. It was really cool to see that. And I know the family really appreciated that. Yeah, I agree. And so we ask everybody, please go do that. I think it'll mean a lot uh, to the family, mean a lot um, for the geocaching community. We come together and do that. All right. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it tonight, but we are going to talk a little bit about the Texas mega that just wrapped up. Uh, actually, there's one more event tomorrow. There's a there's a dinner tomorrow night, but uh, it's kind of wound down uh, from this past week. Uh, so, uh, Jesse, start with uh, you. Know, give me some of your 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 opening thoughts here about the Texas Mega. Uh, well, uh, first there's the competition part, which is really cool. Um, Zach, you should have been down here for it. There's an individual competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you should have been down here for this. <laughs> Hey, whatever. Everybody picks on me about the Giga. I'm gonna pick on you about this. <laughs> you, would have, you would have really excelled at this individual contest. Um, but this was a first year I got to go and compete in the group competition, and we're competing as out of state. So a lot of the Texas people know the area and everything else. We're meeting everybody for the first time, and it was like meeting somebody that you know. You know, I did know some of the people in the out of state group, but I didn't know some of the other ones, and it's funny when you throw a bunch of cashers together like that, it's just like you've been friends for a long time because you're all there to play a game and have fun. And everybody jumped in cars together and split out through the city and, you know, found caches all day. And, um, it's just the, the geocaching community is so, um, uh, I mean, everybody's being competitive, but everybody was so friendly. It was, it was pretty neat competition. You know, it was a friendly a friend, not a friendly competition because it's a competition, right? You got to win. <laughs> but I mean, it was everybody was just there were people really cool about it, and we didn't know anybody from Adam, and got to get to really meet a bunch of people really quickly and going out and cashing. So it was it was a lot of fun, um, and it was all over the city finding you know these temporary caches all over the city, traditionals, multis, puzzles, all kinds of stuff. So the competition part was really fun, but I think what uh, would probably rival it for me and gary i don't know if you would say the same as the uh all the satellite events they had set up they're yeah. really unique satellite events this year so that was pretty cool oh definitely um th they did a great job of planning for the different things everything from a food truck night uh ice cream event coffee we went uh i'm uh, jesse i made the coffee event one morning very early uh um you know there's it's just really uh they had the first night they had a uh they had a jazz i'm wearing the shirt by the way so here let me move this out of the way real quick so 16th annual texas challenge festival you see the you see the notes on it they're uh, denton is kind of known for uh for music because you got north texas there it's a very uh very cool university it has a lot of music uh majors there and uh very famous for jazz in Denton, so they they really incorporated the theme of of the the city with with the uh, with the mega, you know, tons of people, you know, as, as you can imagine, uh, people from all over. Uh, it, it's really kind of international. There's people there. Um, uh, the um, 
the individual competition was the first year they had it there. Um, kind of funny because MOGA started because of the Texas Challenge doing the team events. And then kind of this is the first year they sort of helped each other because this year uh, they brought in the individual competition, which is what MOGA has done uh, recently. So um, before we get to the winner, let me mention a, a couple things. So we got to meet, uh, at least I got to meet, meet for the first time, Path, uh, Pathfinder 33, Charles Watkins. And I got his, there's his uh, really cool path tag that he handed me. Now I'm going to see there's a theme here. So I get, the, I get this from, from Charles. And Charles ends up winning his uh, division in the individual competition. Okay, so there's that. <laughs> so I got a couple, um, and his wife won her division, so that's kind of cool. So I got these other two path tags this weekend. Let's see if I can kind of try to put them together so you can kind of see. So one was from Houston, Texas, Dave. Let me fix the, I can fix this around here. So that's his right there. His is the Houston, Houston Astro one. So there you go. It's a really cool path tag. That's a great idea, Dave, to do that one. And then I got one from a Sugarland. Sugarland Indians. So also from that area of the world. Anyway, so the reason I mention these two is because they're in the southeast region of Texas oh, in that. And this is terrible, Gary. I see what where you're you, going. And what do you know? The southeast <laughs> region wins the team competition this year. They unseated the north. Um who had won it, I think it was five years in a row, the North had won, and they unseated them. So Southeast Region, shout out to you guys for winning um, the Golden Ammo Can. And uh, what do you know? How about the karma of in which team, Jesse, was closest to the Geocache Talk booth? Southeast Region. Oh, man. So Southeast. if people bribe you, they'll win stuff. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know. If they yes. give, you, give you items, <laughs> they, the karma will make them win. Uh, you're saying that, not me. <laughs> okay. You were laying it on pretty thick. I just want to make sure we were yeah. both clear about what you were saying. Yeah, exactly. No. Uh but it was <laughs> but it, it it was fun. Uh uh all kidding aside, it was uh fun. Did you mention the donuts? Oh yes, the donuts. Oh my gosh. Did you end up he going to that? Up to midnight for. Did you go? Oh yeah. Oh man, talk about the donuts real <laughs> quick. Jesse had missed that? Oh yeah, gosh. I, I, they had I, Elvis I, donut that was peanut butter, banana, and bacon. They had a a, a Bob Marley not, donut, which was the jerk chicken one. It's not at a donut shop, by the way. Explain really it quick is, where this thing yeah. is. So it's at a steakhouse. And at the steakhouse on Thursday, no, on Friday and Saturday night, right? Yeah. Yeah, Friday and Saturday nights from 11 to 1 or until they sell out, they open up and sell donuts out the back door, which they yep. call the back donuts. The back donuts. <laughs> and, uh, and they sell them right out the back door. It's just, you walk up, they're $4 a piece. You get them. There's these, they're these huge, you know, filled with whatever their specialty is at the time. Uh, they had like strawberry and cream and key lime uh, pie was, i think a key lime pie one. yeah some kind of cheesecake great. thing it was oh man it was about three weeks worth of uh cardio <laughs> is what it was. <laughs> it was you knock on the back door really and 
It's like a secret. Yeah. It's a secret deal. Chat, it, chat room's exploding about the donuts, by the way. <laughs> it's like a speakeasy for donuts. No. I think we need to just transition this podcast into talking about donuts and our engagement will skyrocket. <laughs> no, yeah, right. No, no. We got to get we got to get to the main topic now. But, okay, okay. Uh, anyway. But I just thought that was a really neat idea. Even though it was, it was, a, it was. midnight and the day really started at like 7. So that day went from 7 oh. to midnight. There were still tons of people there and it was it was neat, and from somebody that's been on the other side of the table on a, a mega, they did a great job. Yes. Things went smooth. Nothing's ever going to happen perfect, but from the outside, it looked as as close as you could get to it. It was people had everything they needed. All the events, you know, went as planned. Even though one of the coffee events was in a place that burned down, and they had to move it, everything yep. still went off without a hitch. Right, so. Yep. I think it was great. Good turnout, everyone. It was a very fun mega. For of course, half the people in the chat room were there and they know about it, but <laughs> it was really fun. So, and it was really great to get to meet a lot of the people that we just get to talk to online, which y'all will get to do soon. But uh, that's the best part for me of the of the event is just to get to meet people that you only get to barely chat with. Some so. Yeah, you know, that's something um, to, to kind of wrap up the, the talk about this. We, we did, Jesse and I were, were just thrilled to, to run into people. They're like, hey, you don't know me, but I listen to the show every week and got to shake their hand and just uh, really appreciate all the all the warm, uh, you know, uh, conversations that we had with people and how they, you know, talk about the show and uh, how they enjoy it. And uh, just a shout out to everybody who was there that Jesse and I got to meet who do listen to the show or watch the show. And it means a lot to us that... Um, you guys are long uh, for the ride each week, and uh, next next year it's in Seguin, Texas. Which kind of, some of y'all have need to look, may have to look that one up on a map, but make your plans for that. It's going to be great fun. Um, I've, I've been to Seguin a few times. It's a neat area of southeast Texas, which is kind of weird. It just happened that way. I know people are going to be like, "Yeah, right," but it moves around the state. So every region, there's they've they split the state into six regions. And so it's moved around the state. It was in East Texas last year. This year was in North next year. It'll be Southeast. Um, but, uh, it'll move around and that's kind of the fun part of also is that it's a, it's a mega event that moves. Um, and so that's cool. Other than geo Woodstock, uh, I don't know about some of the other megas in the world, but, or in the U S but, uh, that one will move every year. And it's not always in the same, city for that region so talking to the east people and it may not be in tyler when it comes back around for them we'll have to wait and see for them so anyway all right zach we are going to now talk about the numbers it's about the numbers and i know we're going to have some good discussion about this but um we're going to incorporate yeah. right we're incorporating zach in the we're going to talk about it. it's not the numbers and, the, and the, your your uh, YouTube uh, new uh, vlog you're doing. And I put in my uh, link for people. It's YouTube.com forward slash. So Dak D.A.K. Zach Z.A.K. All one word. So YouTube.com. So Dak Zach. Go out there and subscribe to that. Uh, he's going to tell us more about the new new uh, vlog he's doing. But tonight we're going to incorporate his recent trip along with the numbers. So uh, I guess Zach, start, start where you want us to start. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the donut talk podcast. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> Next week on donut talk. <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but uh, no, I've, I've had a, a, 
a busy few weeks, but uh, about what two two months ago, I started a, a YouTube uh, series that is kind of uh, sort of a sideshow for the Geocache Talk uh, networks, and yep. just something I felt um, it with all the podcasts that I listened to. The thing that really got me going was the numbers when I'm actually geocaching, and there's so many things to talk about with events and all the things you're doing and you're doing such a good job with that that i was like well you know instead of begging gary hey could we do a few shows about this why don't i just you know go out on youtube and try doing a show talking about the thing that ever you know everyone says geocaching it's not about the numbers well i actually or is think it <laughs> everyone yeah i actually think everyone has something they're going for it might not you know the total numbers yeah you know people aren't trying to Chase Alamogul, who has one hundred eighty thousand finds. <laughs> right. Um, oh, we got to meet. Know. We got to meet Mundo, by the way. Mondo. Oh, cool. Mondo, yeah. not Mundo. Mondo. Mondo. Yeah, he's he's at like one hundred seventy thousand. Yeah, right he's behind he, him. insane. Yeah, sixty-five-ish right now, I think. Yeah. So you know, so I think it's true. Like the, it's not all about the total number of finds, uh, but people love the milestones. Their first hundred, their first thousand, their first ten thousand, wherever they're at, the streaks that are on the fizzy, the jasmine, all those things, and we can talk about those. But uh, I think if people are honest with themselves, a lot of times, basically aside from if they look at their phone to go find something, if they're ever looking at their stats page. There's yep. always something that they're like, oh, if I find another Earth cache, I have ten or fifty or a hundred, you know, or where I go. Sorry, Jesse. <laughs> but uh, you know, so I think there there is something with numbers, and I I thought I'd try a show. And so far, you know, we're getting you know two hundred fifty to three hundred viewers per show, and so it's awesome. you know and that's just in the first four that I have. So I took a a break for the last month because I've had just crazy trips and that's kind of something we're going to be talking about uh starting here pretty soon but yep. uh i'm i'm releasing my next video hopefully tomorrow i was hoping today but it's just there's so much in it that i'm i really want to edit it down and get it uh that i explain each part well cool very cool i'm turning you up a little bit zach just uh no oh, okay folks i think you're fine though i've got you turned up so you're good um so you went to malaysia Absolutely, yeah. Um, tell us about that trip, and it was actually more of just a whole Far East deal, right? It wasn't just Malaysia. Yeah. Um, well, so actually, just I want to hit a quick note. Right before that, the week before that, I was at the Super Bowl, and I actually oh, yeah. Sorry. brought you guys along with me. How about that? In a, a little a little bit, I had my uh, geocache talk, geocoin, so everyone in the chat room, Showing everyone that up. watches the show little bit of the show I brought into the stadium <laughs> with me. And, uh, you know, it, it was just, it was something, you know, well, there's never been geocaching at the Super Bowl. Well, now our podcast has been there. That's right. And uh, <laughs> and I found a few other caches locally. So that was fun. But, yeah. We're going to get a commercial next year. So. Yes. Yep. During the Super Bowl. <laughs> yep. Definitely. I hear uh, Nick with Cashly is probably paying for that too, right? He'll, yeah. <laughs> he'll yeah. make the he's, Android he's, version. He's going to bankroll that one. That will. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, I went on a trip to Malaysia. The The main thing uh, with why I was going was my cousin married a Malaysian. And so oh, we cool. decided since they came over for the wedding and they checked out Nebraska, South Dakota, Minnesota, um, and kind of saw where we live, we would go down there 
as a family and check out where they live. And they mentioned, you know, just their family said, hey, we're going to go down here uh, to visit their family. Does anyone else from the extended family, you know, cousins and aunts and uncles, do they want to come on the trip? And I was the first one. Absolutely. I want to get geocaches there. Absolutely. You bet. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so I I went along on the trip and we were in uh, basically two cities, Penang and Kuala Lumpur, which are kind of two of the bigger areas. And yeah, so uh, if I could start on Penang, that's a it's sort of an island off the main coast. That's where they live. Okay. And we had a great time with them there. Uh, I did hiking geocaches where I had to go for morning runs, and it's like ninety degree and humid. I'm just sweating. Poor me, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> right in the middle of winter, but uh, so I do some hiking ones. There's, you know, it's weird that. Uh, you know, I'm sitting there trying to climb trees and I'm getting beat by something else to the cache. There's monkeys climbing with me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that was probably that surreal. Was, was a, yeah. There were uh, monkey muggles that I had to deal with. Um, <laughs> then uh, the other thing was how do I get around everywhere? So I ended up Ubering everywhere and it's like super cheap there. It's like two, three bucks and you can go almost anywhere. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Uber, yeah, anywhere awesome. in the world. What if you could yeah. Uber to Antarctica? We'll have to look that up. But anyway, go ahead, keep going. Yeah. Um, I guess a couple other cool things. Uh, my brother-in-law and I were at a water park and they had like these slides that like ramped you up and launched you 30 feet into a pool. Wow. Well, they actually had like a DJ with bumping music and <laughs> people, people there. And, and they had a trick competition who could do the best like flips or twists or things like that. And he and I got, he got first, I got second and we got invited back after our trip was done. So we didn't end up going, but uh, <laughs> we got invited back to try to win 300, the equivalent of $300 uh, in a trick competition, which would have been just sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So that was Penang. And okay. I don't know if you guys have any questions or thoughts on that. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, I, Jesse. I've definitely never been there. Um, did you run into any cashers while you were actually in Penang? In Penang, um, no. But I think I might have convinced the guy to become a geocacher because I got lost on a hike and because my <laughs> GPS stopped and I'm in the woods, so it's just trees. There's no path or anything, and so. I just point to, you know, I kind of explain what I'm doing. He spoke English and, uh, he ended up running, jogging with me up this mountainside and we got to the top of this mountain here. And it, luckily it was just at the top. So he just had to bring me to the, the overlook there and I ended up finding it, but he thought it was the coolest thing that <laughs> there's all these things everywhere. And so I hope, I hope he, uh, hope he ends up taking up geocaching, uh, <laughs> I wrote down everything for him on a piece of paper and gave it to him. So cool. Um, so yeah, so that was Penang. But okay. Otherwise, a lot of that was focused on being with their family and doing family things. Sure. Um, but Kuala Lumpur, the the main city in Malaysia, there. Yep. Uh, that's where I really kind of flexed my caching muscles and and did a bunch of things. So the first thing I did was before my trip, I set up an event there. Which so that a, I could it's a great idea for people if they've never if people never have never done that. If you're going somewhere, set up an event. You'll meet. Did you meet some? Did anybody show up to your event? Well, <laughs> so here's that. the thing. Yes, I met geocachers on the trip. Right. No, 
Buddy showed up to my event. Oh, no. <laughs> but you could claim the – I mean, you went to your but, own event, yeah, so. I, I claimed it. I put it actually at the base of the Patronus Towers, which were formerly the world's tallest. Yeah, the, so the, there's beautiful. a twin – like twin tower – or twin – two towers, right? Yep. Been in movies. I don't know if you've ever towers. seen it. Yeah. What movie was that in? Somebody in the chat room will put it in, but uh, – Oh. Yeah. Um, there was some Sean Connery Entrapment. One. Yeah. It yeah, was a Sean, Yeah, that's it. Uh, okay, well, at least you got to go there and, and like I said, had an event, but keep going. Sorry. Yeah, you. so I, I, I had the event and nobody showed up, but it was because it was at 7 in the morning on a work day. Oh, so yeah. I, but that was the only time I knew it would work. Right. And so, uh, you know, two weeks in advance. So I get there. Well, right next to me at the event was a virtual. So I got that. The only virtual, I think, in Malaysia. I got that. I got... Um, is that a new one, Zach, you think? Is that a new one, or is that one of the old... Is it an old traditional... Uh, it was one of the old ones. It okay, like cool. 2001, 2002. Oh, right, right, um, right. Gotcha. So there was... But I got a traditional that was there in the park. I got a... Or I'll come back to that. I got uh, a multi that was under the towers, and that was one of those beacon things oh, that you had. Oh, wow. Heard. So I got that icon there, or Chirp. that attribute. Yep, the chirp cache. Yeah. Um, I got an earth cache going to the Batu caves, which is a famous, um, I'm sorry, I believe it's Hindu. Um, okay. it's like, you walk up this, these huge steps, there's a big golden statue outside and yeah, it was awesome. So I, I got those, I ended up getting a six icon day because when I found the traditional, I was actually, I was picking up the bison tube and signing it. And all of a sudden I hear, could you sign that for me? Oh, no, you're kidding and me. I, I look up and there's like a bridge, like we're, I'm like under a bridge there. <laughs> Incredible. And there's a guy with his family and he's got the GPS and I'd walk past him and I saw his GPS hanging there and I'm like, right. man, he looks like, he looks European. <laughs> he's got a GPS. I wonder if he's a geocacher, but I didn't ask. Right. Uh, I went and signed it and he, his name was a uh, Garuda 75. Okay. So, um, he's, uh, he's, a uh, they're a Swiss family. And they were touring. They were in like Laos, Vietnam, Cambodia, uh, Malaysia. They were doing like the whole stretch there. Wow. And he says, you know, can you sign it? And so he gets down there and he's going to be in my video. Uh, then we ended up going and getting a puzzle in the um, in the park. So I ended up getting six icons that day. It was wow. crazy. That is pretty crazy if you think about it. I mean, not too many more than that would be really cool in an area that has a lot of that for you to find that many in one little area but uh yep um in in that park yeah which is like a central park at the base of the towers like a mm-hmm. small like central park type place um there's caches that cover everything but i noticed a little sliver of an opening and so i actually hit a cache in malaysia and I have a local to maintain it. Oh, sweet. Um, that works out perfect. So it, it got published, and it's in their main park where all the visitors go. So it's already got seven logs on it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, <here wow>. <laughs> <laughs> it just got published, and there's already seven people that have found it. And there's like four different countries represented by those seven finds. So, um, And then wow. I got another one I hid right by the airport uh, hotel so people can just walk out. It's the closest one to the airport is the one I own. Um, but yeah, so the, the local that I met was barnyard dog and he had messaged me cause he said, I can't make your event. Um, but you know, if you're geocaching throughout the time, just let me know and maybe we could meet up. Mm-hmm. So we ended up meeting up 
and while we were uh, finding a t- basically, so my my family flew to Japan then, and during uh, they flew first, and my plane was seven hours later. So what a bummer, right? Right. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so seven hours of free geocaching time, <laughs> and I have a local who's taken me you know we're riding in ubers for dirt cheap to the best ones right and he's just you know he's helping any questions i have he's helping me out with them it was awesome and then he alerts me that he had uh that he just had go live a webcam cache huh how Hmm. did he get a webcam cache yeah so I go over and I stand there and I take my picture and post my log and claim the FTF. So I got an FTF on a webcam cache, except the icon on it is just a traditional. Oh, so so it's, it's an optional thing that you can take your picture with the webcam because he says, we don't have any webcams here, but I want to give people a taste of it. So I thought that was pretty a cool idea. And he actually published like six or seven of them around town. And so it's it's not really a webcam, but oh, so, but that's nice so cool though. In spirit, it's a webcam. It is. I did the same thing as if it was a webcam. It's just it's green instead of gray on the icon. There you go. <laughs> I wonder if so, we could. So that, oh, I, was, I was gonna say real quick. I wonder if we could uh, lobby uh, Groundspeak to add just an attribute for that for a webcam that way they don't have to fiddle with the the whole attribute you know the whole uh uh cache type but we could add that back in maybe we could sort of around about two webcams again but anyway you know ahead, I, I just think we start a campaign and bring webcams back well i exactly. agree that that or if they want to make money off of it make it a hundred dollars a webcam and communities will like pool their money and publish one they would <laughs> we've we've yeah. joked about this before but if if they right now said it was twenty five dollars and you could publish a webcam, I'd have one. Yeah, I'd have, right. I'd have, I'd have one by the end of the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. There'd be no doubt. Five hundred bucks on that, and just publish a ton of them. Because if you own those, like you're gonna get a bunch of bunch yep. of logs. Very cool. But, uh, so yeah, so I kind of wrapping up on my Malaysia stats since you know I'm all about the numbers. The numbers we're gonna F- get to. Yep. Yeah, FTF. Six icons in a day. Um, I found 55, I think it was 55 caches in Malaysia while I was there. And this is over like five days-ish. Um, and I had, uh, um, let's see, yeah. So I got those 55, and that made me, outside of Malaysians, that right. geocache, I have the most finds out of anyone. Wow. <laughs> That That's is awesome. Impressive. That is. And I found, um, what was it? I found like 12.5% of all the caches in the country. Wow. <laughs> well, you have to go back then, obviously. <laughs> well, I got to get that up to 50%. Most definitely. So, uh, yeah. Out of all those caches you found, what were your what were the typical containers and stuff like? Um, actually, not typical. So they had the nanos, the magnetic ones. Okay. They had uh, the... The one under the towers was like this. Actually, it's kind of like it's under the Patronus towers, and it's like this big, suspicious-looking box magnetized <laughs> on the bottom of like this metal grate in the parking garage, <laughs> just wow. filled with trackables. I got like I brought like ten trackables home because they were all 
going somewhere this direction. Two of them mm. just said they wanted to end up at a Giga event, so you know, I'll get them there. So, uh, so, but, so you, so yeah, you, the containers were pretty unique too. You're getting oh, heck. Cool. You're getting heckled in the in the chat room, Zach. Oh, um, which I can't believe people would heckle you. But Owen from KC, he's like slacker. He's calling you a slacker. <laughs> you're <laughs> you calling go Zach. You called uh-huh. Zach a slacker, but I love it. That's funny. So yeah. Anyway, no, that's fine. Yeah. So all right. So, so that on, was, that on was to, Malaysia. On to Japan. See, why are you in Japan, or why did you go to Japan? Uh, yeah, so Japan, um, that same family that uh, they had a foreign exchange student from Japan oh, okay. that had stayed with them. Gotcha. So we, we thought, well, you got to fly into Tokyo to get to the U.S. anyway. What if we just schedule the layover for four days? Right. And so we had four days in Japan and um, uh, a lot of caching uh, just because there were so many. Like Japan's a pretty up and up geocaching community right. they're they they're got quite a covered. few yep yeah that's so good though i didn't get 12 percent of all the caches there no <laughs> but, but you found some cool um, ones i'm sure i did i found some i mean their their virtuals are amazing because they're just i mean they're buildings or uh you know places that are older than our entire country which is just awesome to see uh yeah. the uh there were some pretty clever ones i actually hid one on mount fuji wow seriously <laughs> and it got published and it still hasn't been found like a week later well <laughs> it's probably traditional, up, right? a traditional cache yep a traditional so we get so i was looking at mount fuji and i knew we were taking a trip there take a bullet train out there and i was super excited because i'm like oh there's like 15 stations i won't get to the top because you can't climb it this time of year but um I'm like, well, there's 15 stations, and they said we're going to Station 5. So I was super – I was like, well, I could get like four or five of these caches. Well, those were along the hiking part, and we were taking the road on a bus, and the bus parks, and Station 5 is like 200 yards away. But there's like a big gate keeping people oh, from walking there. Oh, no. And so I was going to end it with no fines on Mount Fuji. Oh, and man. so I said, well – that stinks for me, but tons of people have probably had that happen where they get all excited about getting a Mount Fuji cache. Right. And so at the rest area we stopped at, there's like this big wooden structure and guest or a um, shop and everything you can yeah. buy stuff at. So I went and hid one underneath that bridge there. There was like a big crack in the wood and stuck it in there. So if you're watching the show, you got a hint. <laughs> <laughs> right. I just, I, I wanted like, you know, the people that come after me to not have the same oh shoot moment yeah. that i did right and i'm i took a bunch of pictures and video of things so i'm also hoping to get an earth cache published there if i can figure that out True. um at that um, location so people can answer some questions even if it's easy very cool so, very cool um other than that japan i i brought your coin to the yeah. Olympic stadium that's being built geocache talk <laughs> Is yep. in Japan. It rode on a bullet train. It rode on a gondola to the top <laughs> of a mountain. It was everywhere. That'll all be awesome. in my video on my channel. So yeah, everyone in the chat room, everyone listening, go subscribe. So yep. Zach on YouTube. But, go subscribe. Uh, I also, when I I found a cache at the base of the um, well, as near as nearby as the cache can be right now to the Olympic Stadium, uh, actually uh, made it my 500th day streaking. 
Oh wow! So that was a big oh, wow. Five hundred. That's good. To, yep, happened to find it then. So kept it alive. Yep. And as for my numbers in Japan, uh, I found fifty caches in four days. I found Ooh, um, that's good. That's the most from a South Dakotan going to Japan. Right. I didn't quit. I think the top in the U.S. has like 140 fines, so I got to get back there and you know. You're not get too. A few you're more. not too far away. You could you can make that up after another trip or two, I guess. Or... Yeah. Another another trip. I'll get it. I'll just yeah. take a week there and go <laughs> get 200. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so yeah, well, so that was my trip. Cool. Well, let's let's uh, let's switch gears then. Let's talk a little bit because uh, I know we've getting some comments in the chat room. But let's talk a little bit about um, your new vlog, and we'll spend a few minutes uh, just talking about a um, little bit about the numbers because I've got some I got some questions for you numbers folks. Because I'm not a numbers guy, but um, but I appreciate. I greatly appreciate the numbers, folks. And as Zach, you said, Zach, you said, uh, everybody in a sense is a numbers person because, um, but it depends on. And, and this is the great thing about geocaching is everybody can have their own number. So my Susan and I's number uh, is we like to try to find all of the uh, first caches or at least the oldest cache in a state. So we look for those. We did one in, we did, the, we did Terry all in Colorado. We've done the one in Missouri. We obviously did Texas. So Mingo Mingo is the oldest in Kansas. So, you know, there's, um, <clears throat> so in a sense, I guess I am a numbers guy, just a different kind of numbers guy. So, um, what, what, uh, are you focusing on with the vlog for now? And what do you see going forward um, about that, about the numbers? Yeah. So uh, as I mentioned before, um, I kind of want this to be something that geocache talk can allude to, you know, whenever they're talking about something like Zach's got a video, we're talking about streaks. Zach's got a video on that. Right. Um, just like, a, it's like a longer form discussion specifically about, something you may mention uh like you like the the oldest ones in the states uh similar it's similar to the jasmer yeah uh, you'll end up probably getting a jasmer if you <laughs> geo yeah really get all the oldest ones in the state you, you get close so, probably you can just sort of wrap those up after that so yeah exactly um and i don't know like i i started playing around on project gc when i got into caching early and it was fun because it was like every cache i was finding was like boosting a number somewhere or getting it was the new oldest one or it was the lowest elevation or highest elevation and it was really cool to just keep pushing the boundaries on all these random little things and then i started looking you know who's got the most fines and there's a guy that has 180,000 fines that's mind blowing who's got the most fizzy loops there's someone with 120 fizzy loops um, where they have their whole 81 grid completely filled out 120 times um, there's people that have found uh, they filled their entire calendar with at least a hundred caches on each day of the entire year. You know, right. there's people, Jess, Jesse knows them. Uh, is it Denali 41? He's done yep. four Jasmine loops. He was the first one, right? First one to do it. And, uh, Nick Gatt was the second one, uh, both from Colorado, by the way. Wow. Yeah. And, and he was, he actually just did a recent trip up in the Sioux Falls area because all the challenges I, I've been logging lately are, he's the last one to log them <laughs> from earlier this year. 
So, uh, but there's there's just so many cool things. But I also realize, you know, I'm on the you might be a geocacher Facebook group, and you always see. I mean, every day it's people thousandth cache or first fizzy or completed by Jasper, and I realized. I know almost all of those people and everyone that I know says it's not about the numbers whenever you start talking about geocaching and things and how many you can get. And yet they're all super proud when they accomplish something. Yes. And so, yes, I don't want to necessarily talk about, oh, let's, how many can we get? How many can we get? You know, and just how can we hoard the numbers? Or, <laughs> you know, or it's not a, it's not a race or a competition. It's just something you do for yourself. It's goals. Yeah. Um, and, that's I just I wanted a show that could kind of be a place where people could specifically talk about that and share their uh, share their goals, share their accomplishments and just, you know, just see if that's something the geocaching community wants. And, you know, the first video I put out there had like 400 views and right. 50 comments on it and I got emails. So I think it's something that will stick around for a bit. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Something I think, too, uh, Zach, that I'm kind of looking forward to is I think some people who maybe are like me that are they initially will say I'm not into numbers maybe it's because they don't understand that there are a lot of different kinds of numbers and so there may be something that may not interest you like you know uh, finding every five five in a, in, a, in, a, in a state for example maybe that doesn't well, interest you Jesse and I both have that so you're not well, I know, I understand, them. right, <laughs> but, right, yeah, I don't have any trouble, Geocache Talk has got that covered, just not from this yeah. side of things, but the interesting thing, though, is, and I think this will be helpful for people when they watch your vlog, is you may come up with something that it might interest somebody, and so um, you might talk about all the counties in a state, um, Pathfinder33 was in our in the chat room for a little while tonight, I don't know if he's still out there, but, because uh, he went all the way back home, I think, today. Um, yeah, I think they're still traveling right now. They're still traveling, so I think he popped in, but, you know, uh, finding every county in your state. Now, for some, uh, Richard Spada is out there, he, uh, uh, he's not going to find, I mean, you know, he can probably get through Massachusetts fairly quickly, catch Delaware, New Jersey, that kind of thing. So, may not be a numbers thing for him, but... If you live in Texas, you know, it's a big deal. I mean, in fact, there's one of the events every year at the Mega is to, to celebrate the finishers, the people who have finished. They all wear blue shirts. They got their number proudly on their shirt of the uh, which number they were of finishing the challenge of getting all 200, 254 counties. Um, I think somebody said it's 10,000 miles of driving. Mm -hmm. um, I think the quickest anybody's done it was some 200 and some odd days. Sounds like uh, there's somebody at the door. Oh, wait. There's somebody who is some, somebody's at the door. Let's see what's going on here. So, hey. We'll switch gears. Whoa. <laughs> look who's here. <laughs> it's geocaching Janji and family. Yeah. They're watching the show. There you are. <laughs> hey. They're live on the show and watching themselves at the same time. Live on the show and listening to the show at the same time. That's awesome. Yeah. And there's and Sophia. The cache, so they're your person at the cache today. They're the person at the cache because they right. found your cache, yeah. which is right out front. So Yeah. Now we've hey. had more than one person finding a cache live on the show. Yeah. That's right. She's out one, so she's going to catch you someday, Zach. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're at one. Awesome. <laughs> 
So how's the trip going, Angie? How's the how's the? It's going pretty well. I mean, we got out to a late start. We thought we were gonna be able to cash more today, but we had a flat tire. So oh no! On oh, the no. way back, we'll have to find more. Oh. <laughs> oh, well. Went, oh well. But you went all the way to Iowa. Not yet. We're oh. Together. Oh right, okay. So. <laughs> oh okay. Okay, I got you. So. Yeah. There's little Sophia. Hi, Sophia. Yeah, she wanted to. How's she yeah. doing? Oh, you have, you have some unicorns and my little ponies. Oh, yeah. oh awesome. Good to see <laughs> they you. Found, they found my geocache. It's called uh, Unicorn Farts, or my little jar of unicorn farts. Right. <laughs> you, have to, you have to reach into a jar of glitter. Glitter. And the, oh, that's right, funny. In the log and everything. It's awesome. awesome. Yep. Take yeah. You gotta right, go. Well, gonna, we'll say hi. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna take a picture with me here quick. But if okay, Jesse will chat for a go second, for it. We'll we'll keep talking. Awesome. Absolutely. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> oh, see, look at that, Jesse. We got we 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 can do we do a lot of stuff on the show. We actually have some guests. We and so and, and this is the first time it's by the way having fun though, right? Anything yeah. can happen. Right. It's the first time by the way uh, to point out to folks we've had the whole network. You know, other than our sponsors, we love our sponsors, but all the both affiliates, those are both of our affiliates and you and I all in the same, you know, room sort of. No, absolutely. And, you know, kind of, I think like Zach was talking about when people are, people ever have that negative connotation of, of it's not about the numbers. Uh, my kind of take on that is, you know, we were at this mega when there's, there's people that have found you know, 10 times the caches, 20 times, 100 times the caches that we found. Right. That'd be a little bit inflated. Yeah. But, uh, or 100,000 caches more than us. How about that? Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, but uh, I didn't hear that come up one time. Like, the people came up that talked about that one lady had found, uh, not only had she found a cache in every county in Texas, she had also found a benchmark in every county in Texas. Yes. Um, There's one lady that had found 3,000 benchmarks. Somebody had found like thousands of way marks. Yep. One other guy had filled in his whole 366 grid now, not with just caches, with FTFs. Yes. That That's was amazing. incredible. I don't even understand how that's possible. Um, he has to live in like the most prolific area ever to be able to do something like that, right? Yep. So uh, but, uh, a couple, couple of notes real quick. Uh, Pathfinder 33, he's in Raton, New Mexico. So, yes, he couldn't have made it all the way home. I should have mentioned that. He's all in Wyoming. But uh, the fastest for you two guys that are into this uh, uh, idea of oh, finding gosh. finding all 254, you have to beat 288 days. Of what? Of trying to uh, finding all the Texas geocaches, uh, Texas counties, oh, gotcha. a cache in every right, county. 288 is the number you're looking please? for. Yep. Zach, okay. uh, Josh said he was going to come down next year, next summer, and we're going to do it in 21 days. <laughs> Get jump in the car, all three of us to do it in 21 days. Sounds good. We'll <laughs> that would be 20. unbelievable. You couldn't like stop. Numbers. You couldn't stop for nothing for that. So, uh, well, thanks for that, uh, Charles. He was uh, jumped in and uh, mentioned that. Um, uh, Houston, Texas, Dave, who that's the one that's the, the, my, my buddy who gave me the path tag. He says there was a T five D five on the logo series West of Denton. The cache was 50 feet up in a tree. So that would have been you guys easily 
50 oh, yeah, easily no big deal so um <laughs> all right so 50 feet that's a warm-up for windmill climbing <laughs> yeah you like that <laughs> i put a... that was that that made me laugh that made my girlfriend laugh did it oh good well we oh, were yeah. we were we found a cache we found a cache in a tree but i just had to get on my tippy toes so for me that's like a def- that's like a difficulty five terrain five not quite oh yeah just kidding yeah. but there was we were right next to the windmill because they had actually on the campus at north texas but uh i had to take a photo and, and give you a kind of a hard time but uh oh yeah uh well gary gary uh you you, you mentioned you're, you're like well i'm not a numbers guy but again I remember when we were at Moga, you were pretty proud of how many icons yes, you got in a day. I I am yes. Oh, that was that GC? was a number. Yeah. Yeah. Officially, yeah. Project and that's GC. An impressive number. Thank you. Yes, uh, Project GC officially calls it ten. We did find a way mark and a benchmark, so I'm sort of unofficially calling it twelve. And about five hundred Munzies. <laughs> yes. Well, that's different. Yeah, that's another show. You actually did. Yeah. You actually did more than that. You did, in a sense, I guess. Did you find uh, a waymark and a benchmark that day too? Is that thirteen for you? Because you went and found. You went to a CETO. Yep. So yeah, and yeah, I I think it officially recognizes eleven, 11 on mine, but yeah. it's twelve. But then I also did a benchmark, a waymark, a Pokemon. Yeah, Munzee. Munzee. And then I think I played tic-tac-toe or something. Just yeah, the hopscotch. No, no. We, uh, Jesse and I went and won the competition. Yes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> there's the mo. Yep, there's the individual. The Collecting mo- our bling, you know. Collecting yeah. our bling. Just um, a, less than a month and I get to go win a few more. That's oh, right. Geo Woodstock. Um, yeah. one, th- one thing I think that, and you guys would probably agree with this too, and the fact that um, – you want to, or at least I think, uh, what I try to promote is um, find something in geocaching that you would, be, as far as on that side of things. Not the, it's to me, the adventure is kind of different, um, but as far as when you turn and look at the stats, find something in the stats that you you would be passionate about. So if you're a Where I Go fan, which everybody Jess, should be. Jesse. Uh, see, I mean, obviously everybody should be. <laughs> okay, so I, think I, have, I think I have more where I go finds than Jesse does. Yeah, because oh, I've built them all. He's built them all. So. <laughs> but whatever it happens to be, if you're like a land monkey and you really love earth caches or Ugh. whatever it happens to be, multi caches. I, I know a friend. I think um, there's various people. Whatever it happens to be, if there's a particular cache type you like, either look for, you know, a way to enjoy that particular item. And I think one thing that when we've talked about briefly, but I don't think a lot of people understand is if there's something you're passionate about, you can also add to that. You can go look for challenges based on your passion. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Jesse, I know you were looking for, uh, you were interested in, I guess, looking some. Of, I don't know if you got to them or not, but there were some challenges in the Denton area that you at least found interest in. Yeah, and I know Zach's big into the challenges like I am too. But um, there's actually a big series down here of challenges, and it's made in like the on the map at least. It looks like the geocaching icon, the you know the free icon that you can use. Yep. Um, I didn't end up getting to them because I ended up getting distracted talking to people and playing and having fun. Right. But I'll come back. I mean, it's Texas. So I'm going to be back here for other reasons, too. So, um, yeah, I wanted to go do that. But like with this one, you know, uh, challenges are great. But 
there's so many people down here that I got to hang out with and go cashing with and doing some fun stuff that I don't think I, you know, number the total numbers of caches I found this weekend wasn't much at all, but I had so much fun. It was absolutely, the quality was way up there. So, you know, I got to meet more people, so you can put that in the numbers category if you wanted to, but oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's great. You know, uh, it's really geocaching is for fun, right? And yeah. I think, Zach, what you're kind of highlighting on your show, too, is, yeah, it's, of course our game is about fun, but there's different ways to kind of measure accomplishments, and everybody's interested in some of that, some yeah. aspect, and you're kind of drilling down into well, to those the, different all numbers, arenas. All the numbers will do is it's a, it's something when someone says whatever stat that they accomplished or something, it's it's something we're all familiar with that we can say – wow, a thousand day streak. Like, and you, like, if you've done a hundred day streak, you realize just how hard it is. And then, you know, you can like, there's, it's the numbers are just a common ground in a way of kind of communicating a common feeling that all geocachers have. If you solve puzzles and someone sits there and randomly has, you know, a hundred T or D five puzzles solved, yeah. You know, we can all sit there and say, look, I tried one of those once and right. that's so hard. They did it a hundred times and whatever it is. And it might not, it might not even be finding geocaches. It could be, I know uh, Eric here in town, he really loves uh, getting favorite points because he really, he knows that takes a lot of effort to right. go into the caches, the location. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Uh, the guy I met in Malaysia, that's, that's the only stat he cares about because what what can he do? The most fines he can get is about five hundred, right? Because <laughs> that's the whole country. <laughs> He's done, right? <laughs> so so he realizes that placing them and getting the favor points. He's actually, I think he said he's one of the or he's top or yeah, I think he is the top favorite point receiver in all of Asia. Yeah, or he's mm. in the top five or something like that. And that's something he takes a lot of pride in. And so you know that's it. It's just like the numbers are the common language that we can all it just kind of puts things into perspective whenever you're talking about whatever statistic or whatever thing you accomplished or a fun day you had or a challenge that you sign. And it's like, well, I'm going to try to complete this. Right. You know, we just had a local guy that, you know, maybe he's not too much into the numbers, but they had to do a, I think it was a 30 day streak of just challenge caches. Oh, wow. Just, so, so it's a challenge of challenge caches. That's pretty yep. cool. That is yep. cool. Challenge of all challenge or something yep. like that. And so that was something that he actually, like even before he started that streak, he had to plan out kind of where it would all go. And right. it, I think if geocaches are honest with themselves, I think 99% of people have done planning specifically for a purpose. And those purposes are usually quantifiable. And that's what the show's about. <laughs> Well, and it's, you know, numbers are great. And when it becomes a problem is when it's not fun. Right. So like if you set a goal for yourself and you're pushing too hard and you're taking the fun out of the game, that's no fun. But there's, then you just need to switch your goals, right? You need to find something else to get interested in. You don't need to force yourself. It's a game. We all, we all want to accomplish things, but there's a game and, you know, it's, it's still a game. We still want to have fun. And there's always another way to play in the game and have fun and, I think you're going to be hitting on a bunch of those different ways, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, like, yep. kind of like you're saying, you know, sitting there and saying, well, I want to get 200,000 caches so I can be the top finder. That doesn't appeal to me. That sounds boring because 
when you think about it, you're probably just finding one and a half, one and a half and power trails and your days are just power trails are fine a couple of times in your geocaching career for me, at least, Yeah, you know, exactly (laughs) for you. I I have this spring. I want to do 500 puzzle caches in a day. That's a huge goal of mine. Right. And then I'm coming up for that one. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, with Memphis and then also with Memphis, I hope to do the, see if we can pull off the thousand in a day, which is the Holy grail of, or the benchmark for uh, power caching in a day. In a day. But it's like after that, you'll never see me power caching like that again. Right. You know, but something that then I start, you know, now that I've been in it a few years, um, I start to think about, I saw in my research, someone's found every County in mainland United States. And I'm like, how cool would that be in your lifetime to visit (laughs) every county of your country? That is just wild. Think of how many places, how many people you'd meet, how many, you know, different caches you'd find. Um, it would just, you know, I'm I'm almost one tenth of the way there without even trying. So why not? <laughs> and Absolutely. Got, and you know, I got the rest of my life to do it. So at the rate I do T fives, another six years at least. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you're having a blast doing it, right? That's what's yeah. important. That's what it exactly. all comes down to is the fun. Well, um, I think everyone. I mean, Jesse, I know you do this where you'll you'll be pursuing one thing and maybe you'll achieve it. And you're just, you're done with that type, like the streak. You're just, okay, I did that. I'm done with it. And I'll do the same way too. I'm never going to do a streak. I have a 500 plus day one. Whenever this ends, I'm, that's not my thing anymore. But, you know, you just move on to the next thing. And that, that also for me keeps geocaching fun year after year. Just something different. Well, and I think Gary can speak to this one and I'll let, uh, but not only can you switch goals, but you never let the goal get in the way of fun. Gary and I, and I'm telling on Gary already right now. So this weekend <laughs> we're like, we're going to go out because I set that goal, you know, that I'm going to do 10,000, get to 10,000 cash this year. Well, I've got big trips planned and I still think I'm going to get there, but I'm not going to let that get in the way of how I like to cash. So me and Gary are like, all right, we're going to go out today and we're going to get like <laughs> a thousand caches, but not a thousand, but we're going to go get a bunch of cash. Yeah. That's all we're going to do. We're only going for numbers. We're not going for anything else. And then right as we're leaving, uh, or what, at one point in the day, somebody goes, Hey, did you hear about that? Uh, that new <laughs> phone booth cash? Like, no, but what, what are you talking about? So it's like 44 mile round trip out of the way for yep. one cash. Yep. But the way this guy described it, we're like, Okay, put the numbers aside. We're going after this cache. We did. And we got totally distracted, stayed there shooting video, playing around, calling people on this phone booth cache. And (laughs) I didn't get the numbers for the whole day, but we had a blast doing it. And we totally threw that goal. The goal for the day was gone. It was over. And I don't know if I don't have the GC number. We need to put it in the show notes for anybody that gets. Yeah, we'll we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, This is one of the best caches I've ever seen. Yep. Any time caching since the very beginning, if I could give it an extra favorite point, I would. And oh but it was gosh, worth yes. it. It was worth throwing that goal out to just have that fun for the day. It was it awesome. Was. We'll have to put that with the show notes because I probably put that. I still have to think about it because you know we're you know busy weekend. But yep. probably one of the best caches, or definitely one of the best caches that I've I've ever done. Yeah, I actually got a comment from the close family. Uh, they live in England, and they're like. That's a K six. I forget, I'd have to look it up. I'm I'm probably gonna mess this up. He's like, that's a K six uh, uh, phone booth from 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 uh, the UK. It's like, 
Yeah, it's huge. They had to uh, to get it even into place because it's solid metal. So they had to crane put it into place. Um, the phone works. You can call anybody in the U.S. Sorry, Zach, we didn't call you, buddy. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's a multicache. Make it even more cool. Uh, we ran into the 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 Texas reviewer. One of the one of the main Texas reviewers was there. So he's he was finding it unbelievable. He's got his family. Like I I gotta bring my family out here. So yeah, it's uh, eventually probably be in, in a book somewhere. But for now, it's pretty new. So, I don't know, it probably has 20 finds and 20 favorite points, but uh yeah, and then we and then you know, we started trying to do a power trail and <laughs> one, one of the power trails and it was a big failure. It's like DNF, DNF, DNF. It's like forget this, let's go to another one and we we started it and it was like, oh, we found one. DNF, DNF, DNF. It's like Forget it. Let's just drive back near the event. We'll do something else. But we switched uh, to the favorite point method again. Which we found favorite points around. Let's go to that. Right. We found a cool gadget cache. You know, which made for you know it was just a fun day. You can't you know a great day a bad day of geocaching is like a you know is a great day of you know it's it beats uh, a great day of work. You know, is to go (laughs) do that. But uh, okay, real quick, I want to talk to you guys about the Bruce Zero. Put this one in there. I want to see what you guys think because you guys are kind of about some of these challenges. That he has an Iron Man Bingo challenge, and so uh, the GC code. If people want to follow along, um, the GC code is GC three dog, and we're going to get our uh, acronym. We've got our thing up. Well, we'll 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 uh, we'll. In, unveil that next week. Uh, five E is an Edward B is a boy. We have a geocaching acronym. Uh, we'll be bring uh, Terra Viators provided that for us. Got to uh, run into them as well. Uh, but he has a bingo challenge and he has a bingo map or bingo card on his uh, on that on that GC and you can do anything you can to get bingo. You know, if everybody's played bingo, you gotta get, you know, across, down, diagonal, whatever it is. So, um, take a look at the, the, the options you can do for that, um, to kind of get bingo, but you can get like 35, 35 days of traditionals is, uh, you know, is on there, but you can also do, um, you know, 25 micros in a day, 10 earth caches in a day, um, or 10 days of earth caches. So these are all streaks of stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. These are all. So the idea behind it is to longer requirements. You have to finish, um, claiming five squares that form a line on the grid in any direction. And each, each square is kind of labeled, uh, the day, the date of your first find that qualifies for each square claimed. And then of course, when you finished it, um, and so, this hidden streak. Oh my gosh, I got to look all into this one. Yeah. Now the interesting thing about this one, of course, is you can't, you can't do it anymore. It's it's it was under the old rules, but um, there's an idea. You know, that I'm sure you could you know maybe come up with some other, you know, use that as an inspiration. And so yeah. as we kind of wrap up tonight, um, well, we uh, do we do have a bingo cash here in town. Do you? Okay. Like this. Yep. And uh, Very cool. but it's it's not with streak things. It's like you know have a you know, it's well. Maybe it has have a hundred day streak, have a hundred puzzle finds, and it has all these various stats, not just based on streaks and things right. like that. Um, and I qualify it four different ways, but I wanted I want to be the FTF on the blackout because it yep. said you can have an FTF for each row or column. Yep. And then there can be one that gets the blackout. So I want to be the first to get 
every square field. Oh, very cool. So I haven't logged it yet. <laughs> All right. So uh, a couple other things from the chat room, and then I want to go around and give everybody uh, sort of a uh, throw the last word for tonight. But uh, a couple other things I noticed: uh, very lively chat room tonight. Thank you so much, everybody was in there. Um, we D and David Vickery jumped on, um, which I can't believe they're awake after. <laughs> I know. I can't believe you guys are awake, D and David. They're both like it's like you know we just appreciate you guys so much and um um it was neat talking and uh hearing different things so uh you know uh great talking with everybody uh tonight um even geocaching janji even jumped on she's like thanks for letting me pop in so that was really cool um so um a couple of things tricassius was in there he's um a lot of different people uh jumped on the show tonight new people we had some new people in tonight um uh, and the, some of our old uh, old favorites uh, folks were in tonight too. So just really thank you guys uh, for for jumping in and, and uh, in you know welcoming our new people uh, that were in tonight. Uh, River Life was on tonight uh, in the chat room. I think he's uh, fairly new, at least new to the show. So I don't know what to find out more about that. But what, what some of the last things I want to mention uh, before we wrap up is I uh, what something that Jesse mentioned was. We met so many different people. Well, we actually met, and you know, I'm doing both. I'm trying to promote the show, but I'm also trying to enjoy the weekend geocaching. And so, Susan and I got out and did some geocaching on Saturday um, while the individual competition was going on and all that. But we ran into some folks, um, and we've actually got a couple people that we've lined up for the show based on the stories that we heard. And we think that these are, these are people that you guys and gals will really enjoy hearing from. Um, we're going to talk about, um, in this, we're going to talk about benchmarks in the future, um, which I think is a fascinating story. These people are really into it and they know a lot about them. And I don't know anything really about, they told me things and we talked about, Jesse talked to them too a little bit about, Things about ge- about benchmarks I had no idea about, and so there's a whole story behind why they got into it that will be fascinating for you guys to hear, and it's really heartwarming of the reasons why um, they got into benchmarks. Uh, we, uh, like I said, we talked to some other folks uh, that have some great stories, and the ones that we feel like um, that you guys would also appreciate were sort of planning to get them on at some point we're kind of in a weird point for the show in that we've got a lot of guests sometimes we get kind of lower we get down into our list of um you know we're only four or five weeks out i'm, I'm like i'm like two two months out on people we've got lined up so it's kind of a weird thing right now so i uh uh you know we do what we can to kind of fit people in. We've had to rearrange, um, and uh, people have been very accommodating as we've kind of had to put some folks in that we can, we had to fit in the show. But anyway, um, let me go to um, let me go to Jesse, and then since Zach, we, you're the you got the vlog, so I'm gonna let you uh, have the last word. So Jesse, I guess talk about uh, final thoughts on this weekend, and maybe final thoughts on uh, the it's about the numbers. Uh, so this weekend was great and we could talk, we could do a whole nother show talking about it. It was fun. And anytime, well, anytime I get to, you know, get to be in person with either one of you guys or, or any of our friends. And I know, you know, Angie got to stop in for a second, but anytime we actually get to be in person, cause we're all so far apart, it's always a lot of fun. And 
a lot of the plans got the window because we just want to hang out and play and have fun. And um, it this was a, a well-run event. The competition stuff is great. Uh, I saw people, you know, meeting and talking, and Rock Chalk showed up, and um, people from all over the place were showing up and hanging out. And you know, it it was. Uh, I know mega events. Not everybody likes mega events, and I come and go. You know, sometimes I like them. Sometimes that's not really my focus. But just getting out to actually get to meet a lot of the people and we get to meet more and more people is there's something to that that you don't get to do at a smaller event a lot of times because people aren't coming from everywhere. So the mega event was a blast. It was run super smooth, fun events, tons of stuff to do. I could stay here for the whole next week in cash and I still wouldn't still wouldn't be able to scratch the surface of all the caches around here. That would be fun to do. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, but now Zach show. I love the idea, Zach. I think it's great. I'm glad you're doing it because I'm one of those people that really likes those really specific things. And this weekend, I was fascinated. We come up to the people, and it's the same thing as your show. Somebody would start talking to them, and you'd find out really quickly what they're into. I mean, it would take no time when you're talking to a geocacher. Like, you know the person that only wants to climb mountains, or you know the person that only wants to get the FTFs. You hear those stories of people that, if it's not FTF, they don't even go for it. Or mm -hmm. the lonely caches. They only want to get lonely caches. Or like the people this weekend, benchmarks and waymarks. And they had a waymarking event, which is never of. a thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and when D was talking about that, hey, we're going to have a waymarking event. I was like, people do that? People do waymarks? <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't being mean. I didn't, I didn't realize that because I didn't know anybody that's done them other than like, you know, they go and find 50 or 100 for a challenge. But there's a whole subset of people that are like, big and have found thousands of them and they've mm -hmm. got them in like somebody said they had found like 500 categories away more i was like you found that many total i don't <laughs> even i didn't even know there was that and i consider myself pretty informed but it's so cool that these people are so into one aspect of it and they're in that respect they are absolutely all about the numbers because they found something that they really want and they're going after it and i think it's cool that you're doing these videos and you're going to you're going to hit on all these different things because most out there aren't, you know, there's not a lot of shows out there that are focusing on these really specific goals that people love. So I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to do and, and already the ones that I've heard about that you're going to have on, it's going to be a lot of fun for people. So. Oh yeah. And part of it as I grow, you know, right now it's just getting the base and seeing if there's interest. I think there's uh I've established that there's interest. And so now it's going to be, you know, can I get interviews with guests? Um, I don't know if it'll necessarily ever be a live show, but because scheduling is just a little bit more difficult for me, but um, if I could at least have interviews with people that have accomplished some of these things and they could kind of share their stories because I mean, geocaching is all about the stories, you know, outside mm -hmm. of actually going to the, the cool places you know, the second best thing is to talk about them and hear other people's stories. Right. So, you know, that's that's what I'm excited about uh, with my show. And before I talk about it a little more, I had one last question I forgot to ask earlier. Do you know what these are? Chopsticks? No, they're uh, Asian geocaching log retrieval tools. Oh, <laughs> now you're thinking. Special tool of the trade. <laughs> it's an Asian yeah. tot. I like that. <laughs> Asian tot. <laughs> Yeah, I figured you guys would like that. Um, that is cool. But yeah, no, uh, with the show, yeah, I, you know, it. yes, it's a plug. Uh, I'd love to have the subscriber count uh, go up just 
uh, more importantly, I want to I want to see the comments. I want to get the emails from people. Email me your your goals, your thoughts on the show. Sodakzak at gmail dot com. Um, if you're wondering how to spell it, it's S O D A K Z A K. So Sodakzak at you know it's it's anywhere. You just Google it. You'll I'll pop up with social media stuff everywhere. But uh, you know you, you subscribe to the channel that helps uh, me. Uh, get get my my content out to you guys uh and also you know if you guys haven't subscribed to geocache talk you know subscribe to the show you know i know this is something that we do podcasts audio podcasts but you know the youtube there's a a good following on youtube that you guys have uh that you know continue to build that because you're you're pretty close to probably being you know in the top five for uh, geocaching vlogs <laughs> right with the, just the podcast you know? yeah yeah just and and you don't even do it necessarily for the video you just do it for the audio but well why not put it live and put it on youtube right. too well in a roundabout way you guys are climbing the charts in that too i've noticed so uh you know uh, i'd love to to hear people's stories uh the more people i'm connected with the more people i can bring on the show in the future that I'm creating and have those uh, discussions with them and talk about the numbers, share their stories. And um, yeah, just give people a place where they can talk about the numbers and just continue to expand this geocache talk network. Oh, that's great. And just to point out all those shows are on your YouTube channel. Plus they're going to be on the geocache talk uh, website. And so people can connect. It's all connected. And would you want people to send in ideas also? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Send me send me ideas, thoughts on you know things things in the show. I mean, be be critical. You know, if if uh, you know you don't like the style of something, let me let me know, and I can change it and try other things. Um, just I mean, I'm the guy that they these guys use to try different things on the show. Right. Like, you know, Zach, hang upside down in the tree and video. <laughs> right. Zach's crazy enough to do it, so it works out well. <laughs> You know, I, I want to make geocaching fun. And I think the, you know, Gary and Jesse are, you know, that's why they reached out to me and why we work so well together. Cause they, I mean, Gary started this because he, he doesn't want geocaching podcasts to just be the same old geocaching one oh one, And then every year you just basically go through the same shows again. Right. You know, we, we want to test the boundaries, test things. Sometimes things don't work great. We tried it and established that and then moved on um this spring i'm going to be trying to uh work with our local news and maybe newspapers or magazines and try to get geocaching you know actually getting publicized a little more so that hopefully we can churn up some new people um get it i want to keep the sport growing i yeah. love it a ton and it excites me and i want to see especially more people in in my generation getting excited about it but you know, I'll I'll continue to do whatever I can. Gary, I think we just got called old. Well, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. You know, you know, uh, you know, that's something Jesse and I talked about many times, especially when uh, we got you know I got Jesse on and we we got the the show rolling uh, with uh, with that, and uh, you know, we want that, and so you know, as we we were talking about. Who can we get on that would give us a whole different angle? You know, having Sydney on was great. Um, you know, and um, she brings a, a perspective that was wonderful to have, and we'll try to have her on periodically in the future. Zach brings a different element that really helps, I think, because you don't always, I mean, 
that's something I, when I started Geocache Talk, I wanted it to be like that. I didn't want, I never wanted, in fact, I think in all the 80s shows, I think there's only been one show that I had to do by myself, and that was around Christmas two years ago. Um, I never wanted it to be about me and what I've done because I wanted it to be uh, a combination of maybe some of the, what I've done, but mostly I want it to be exciting and interesting for a large group of people. And so I think that that is what we're accomplishing. Um, we are growing like crazy. We really appreciate everybody. You should, you know, as you hear in the beginning of the show, we've got a ton of patrons. We love them. We thank them so much for providing a few dollars because it gives us the opportunity to do things um, give you guys um, uh, opportunities as well to be part of it and to contribute to the whole process of what we're doing. Obviously pay the bills, but that's, that's, yeah. that's only part of it, but it gives us a chance to, to expand and to grow and to, um, to reach for folks that um, are out there that, Maybe they don't want to go to an event, which I, I wish they would, but at least they can kind of join us. And I know I've talked to people who are like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But I want to listen to you guys because it's 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 fascinating, yeah. uh, the different guests. Internationally, one thing we try to do is we always want to try to bring in international guests. Um, you know, Geo Paul is going to be on in a few weeks from England. Uh, we have our, you know, we have our different countries that have been represented. Um, we got uh, the other day. I got another uh, email from somebody who's in uh, the Netherlands. Um, we had, uh, we have, you know, we we had uh, uh, people on from diff just different parts of the world. So yeah. um, it's been it's been great to get this kind rolling and so <clears throat> tonight we had a lot of folks on um and so to kind of wrap up um you know let us know jesse i want to hear from you too uh you know geocache talk at gmail.com definitely check out zach's uh channel subscribe let him know that you're interested give him some ideas go ahead jesse i mean uh, zach what you want to say too yeah, I was just uh, kind of on that. Uh, you just reminded me of the right. pa uh, the Patreon. I do have my own Patreon. Okay. Um, I I haven't really plugged it too much, uh, but I think I'm gonna start at this point. I wanted to get a few shows out there sure. before I start asking for money. Uh, and actually, it's it's uh, it's gonna go to a very specific thing. I would like to get a microphone, uh, kind of like a microphone setup, kind of like uh, Gary has there. Yep. I'm finishing my basement, and I'm gonna be. Get it, kind of setting up a podcast room for myself or blogging room. Right. So uh, if if people would be willing to, you can just just Patreon and Sodak Zach again. Yeah. Um, Patreon dot com. I, Patreon, yeah. by the way, it's P A T R E O N. They're patrons, but you go to Patreon dot com, yep. and yours is Sodak Zach. Yep. If cool. they just yeah, if they just Google Patreon and Sodak Zach too, they'll find it. But uh, cool. I'm also seeing in the chat room there. They like the upside down tree. They're saying Antarctica, Zach, underwater, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> upside down tree. So I love we it. have the best. We have the best people in the chat room, don't we? We do. Oh yeah, the best by far, the best. Oh, that's, that's half the fun. I get a little distracted sometimes <laughs> playing in the chat room instead. Of right. Seriously, like, it is. It's, like, it's great. They're, I mean, it's awesome seeing these people. And we got uh, just. I think we should shout out at River Life. He's a new casher. Oh, I know. Yeah. I wasn't sure if he was well, new. I knew he was new to the cash. show, but he's a new cashier. Yeah. So, yep. um, yeah, shout out 
So. And everybody's been, you know, he asked a question like, what's the best advice? And everybody jumped on real quick and gave it. That's, that's how geocaching works. It's yeah. people are friendly and it's not a, you know, it's, it's a great friendly group. So it's, it's a, it's a great hobby for us, you know, hobby, sport, addiction, whatever you want to call it. Right. It's, it's all those. Absolutely. And you were talking about uh, getting a bunch of different countries involved. Well, in my next video alone, you'll see people from China, Malaysia. You'll see a Belgium from Malaysia. Right. Belgium <laughs> from Malaysia. I love it. You'll see a uh, uh, Japanese the foreign exchange right. student that we stayed with. You'll see her find her first cache, and she is just oh, elated cool. and super emotional. Oh, nice. So I encourage everyone to go watch my next video as it comes out this week. Um, uh, yeah, and then you see the Swiss family that's really excited to to be in the the vlog. So, uh, yeah, that's that's all I got to say. I mean, Great. when us three get together, we could talk forever. Talk forever. <laughs> That's true. No. Good. All right. We're wrapping up. So next, coming up on the show. So next week, Jesse and I are going to get into the great container debate. So stay tuned for that. Get into a knockdown, drag out argument. No, probably won't be that. But we'll have fun talking about uh, containers, what we like, what we don't like, what we never want to ever see again, and what we want to see a lot more of. And everything in between. Uh, and then, oh, yeah, th now there's a container right there that Zach's showing. Gigantic It's the blender. container, that, destro yeah, the container yeah. that destroys containers. The yeah, we can blend it. <laughs> Will that container blend? Because we yeah. don't ever want to see it again. Uh, <laughs> in two weeks, we're going to have on uh, David Reeves. Uh, we're going to talk about something that Zach, you'll be fired up about. Talk about his geocaching streak that he just ended. Um, so he only did it for 10 straight years of finding oh, a cache. <laughs> yes. He's not even dedicated. 10, <laughs> 10 plus straight days for or 10 and, years. And he forgot a day? Of straight day. No, he, he decided <laughs> to end it. He ended it on his own. He could have kept going, but he decided to end it. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about he is now in the uh, Hall of Fame. The Texas Geocaching Hall of Fame. He just received that award this past weekend. And then in three weeks, we're going to have on again Doug McRae. Uh, we're not going to talk about his invention of Ms. Pac-Man, although that's going to come up, I know. But in fact, he's got, let me see, i got one of his coins still left. I've only got a couple. We'll probably give one of these away on that, that week. But here's his Ms. Pac-Man coin for those that are watching on the video. Um, it's a really cool coin. And he only made one run of these. So, um, Doug, we're mostly going to talk about his, he's a series of challenge caches, but also he just finished his, uh, seventh continent. How about that one, uh, Zach? Seven continents he's wow. done. I know. I, actually, I do. I have been looking it up and I do want to get to Antarctica in my life. It's like 10, 20 grand to get there. So. Right. <laughs> different ways to get there, I think, too. But uh, anyway, so he's going to be on. We're going to talk about different things. Uh, got some surprises for you guys. If, but Doug wants to – got Doug back on. Uh, retired guy um, is um, his name on GC. So uh, he was listed in the Geocaching Celebrities, you know, Will Wheaton and this, that, you know, different people. And he's always been listed in there. So go ahead, Zach. You have your hand speaking raised. Of, yeah, speaking of Antarctica, there yes. actually is a webcam with an FTF available. Oh. There sure is. It's never been found. Never yep. been found. Get out, there. That, <laughs> Get out there, folks, and find way. it. Get on your way. We lost Zach. He's gone. 
Nope. He just left to <laughs> yeah. go. No, he's still sitting there. Uh, well, we I'll, hope you. I'll, I'll be second to find by a few hours. Right. Oh, that'd be terrible. <laughs> oh, that'd be terrible to be second after all that. Uh, all right. Well, we got to wrap up. So enjoy. We hope you enjoy the show tonight. Email us your comments, geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. The show is at geocachetalk. Uh, me personally, it's at Gary Slinkard. Um, Jesse wants to mention uh, Instagram, and that's something that Angie brought up for us to do also, is we're really trying to branch into Instagram, and since um, Angie is one of our affiliates uh, now, uh, she's really going to kind of keep our Instagram going. Both her and Jesse are kind of uh, leading the charge into Instagram. What is your? Do you remember what your Instagram is, Jesse? I, I'll put it in the notes. It's Memphis okay. Mafia, but I'll put the actual address in the notes. Okay. But so he's it's, put- uh, my CFO has taken over the social media advising area, right. so Instagram is now my... <laughs> My number one. <laughs> yes, there you go. Which makes sense. You guys are on there, and we needed a presence there. So we got basically two. We have Geocache Talk, and we also have, if you want to go you know, check out Memphis Mafia on Instagram, um, Facebook, Facebook.com, and so Sodak Zach's on there, too. He's on all of them. Yeah, I'm on everything. I'm a, he, I, I created one for everything. I'm even on Snapchat. Right. You, <laughs> Same thing. It's the Sodak Zach everywhere. Find Sodak you Zach. Wanna. You'd still be on Vine if it was still available. I, I was on Vine. I had you a were. million views and they shut it down. They I know they shut it down. it down. You killed it. You killed Vine. You had a million views. A yep. million. Anyway, all right. Uh, the show. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, uh, and obviously it's on the Geocache Talk website. I'm going to work on the show notes portion. We had problems with that page. It kept crashing the website. So I had to go back to just sort of cut and paste for the moment. But I will work on that or I'll get Jesse to help me with that or we'll get Angie to help us with with, with that. But we'll get the we'll get the show notes fixed up a little bit for you guys. Um, so be patient. I at least got them out there with the links. So that's something. And I got to go back and put all the old shows. So stay, stay tuned for fixing of that on the website. Go check out the website. There's always stuff out there we're adding. Um, you know, don't forget to click on the subscribe button below you know so, so you can get a reminder of when we're on uh, every week and uh you know you can tell your friends about it please let them know about the show if they want to do audio just let them listen to the audio if they don't want to be on the youtube portion of it but we got both for everyone so uh so until next week don't just talk about geocaching go work on a number right yep. go work on some kind of number and then go geocaching when you do that so Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.